0: Hi, everybody. Happy holidays. My name is Oscar Graves, and this is the Maximize Your Medicare podcast. Every Thanksgiving, every holiday season, Oscar and I make up three holiday sayings. What are they this year, Oscar? Well, the first one is Popeye's is great. The second one is the brawn is completely underpaid. The third one is actually no one really likes kale. And you thought that 45 is controversial is 45? Wrong podcast, here. We'll stick to Medicare. So it didn't write Maximize Your Medicare as I told you so, kind of manual. That's not what its intent was. That all said... There weren't a lot of heroic things I was predicting in the book. They just happened to play themselves out. So now we know the details for 2018. We do now know that the Part B premium for new enrollees will remain stable at $134. That doesn't mean that the premiums will stay stable for everyone. The reason is pretty complicated. It has to do with COLA and Social Security, COLA being the cost of living adjustment under Social Security. In the past, what has happened is that the premiums were held stable as a result of a complicated set of legislation and a particular clause called the Hold Harmless Provision. Well, that only worked when there was no COLA. Now that there is a small upward revision to COLA that releases the hold harmless provision. And 70% still must remain unaffected by these changes. That said, that has slightly shifted who those persons are. That does mean that some people will see an increase in their Part B premium. You'll be getting your love letters in the near future if you have not received so already. In addition to that, high income earners Will face a more complicated Part D schedule. The reason is that the CMS has changed the tax bracketing for those persons who earn over $85,000 in a year, $170,000 for a household. It has increased the number or it has changed the income brackets by which you will be assessed an extra amount called IRMA. Now, I knew that this was going to happen last year or a couple of years ago, as I should say. I did point out in the newsletter, and it's in the latest edition of Maximize Your Medicare, that that was inevitable because of some legislation that was passed, which was affiliated or associated with the permanent doc fix. So when you combined the Affordable Care Act, which introduced IRMA with the permanent doc fix, basically what you had was going to be an almost certainly more complicated and increasing IRMA for those persons who make over $85,000 a year, $170,000 as a household. I was asked by a journalist uh, the other day whether or not people could actually do something about this uh, I actually don't think so. It does not make practical sense because the calculation of this eighty-five thousand or one hundred and seventy thousand actually looks back two years, and I just don't see that you're going to be able to massage your earnings, or you're going to be able to liquidate your lifetime savings in such a pattern that is going to be able to adjust for this two years prior. The other details to 2018 Medicare are pretty moderate. The Part A inpatient hospitalization deductible has increased slightly. The Part B deductible remains stable at $183 for the year. So that's enough jibber-jabber about 2018 Medicare. But I don't think there's much doubt that this year's annual election period is the most difficult one that I've witnessed when I compare it to the other years that I created and released your Medicare. Three particular areas are noteworthy for me. The first is, of course, that Part D has become substantially more complicated for 2018 when I compare it to any other year over the past five. I would probably call it the combination of how complicated the pharmaceutical distribution business as a business is. I think for consumers, the only way, the nicest way I could describe that business is highly irrational. An expensive medication has a different negotiated price across plans and across retailers, making it almost impossible for a consumer to know where to go in order to get an expensive medication at the most efficient price. Further, that can even change on a monthly basis, further complicating the situation. So what we've seen, what I saw beginning on October 1st, which I detailed in the Maximize Medicare newsletter, is the fact that the order of the best plan for a particular person even if the prescription list stayed the same had wildly changed and this has occurred across the nation irrespective of location. Now this isn't all bad because the reality is that for those persons who are on preferred generic medications only and live in areas where there are many preferred pharmacies, it is entirely likely that your total prescription cost will decline in 2018. However, for those persons who take even a single specialty medication, a tier three, a tier four medication, the entire landscape has changed because what has happened is when you add competition along with preferred pharmacies, as well as the internally irrational pharmaceutical distribution business, what you get is an entirely different ordering of the best plans. And not only that, but the distance, the difference in total cost between the most efficient plan and the third most efficient plan, fourth place, fifth place, the difference in total cost has widened dramatically. Even a single eye drop, let's just call it uh, to treat glaucoma, last the first place plan versus the third place plan in a specific case that I just looked at the other day, it changed by over $1,000 a year, even though the owners of the plans were the same, meaning that it was insurance company A version one versus version two, even within the same company, the total drug costs would differ by over $1,000 a year. The second portion here is Medicare Advantage. As predicted, first of all, the, uh, those people who thought that Medicare Advantage was going to disappear over time, I could not disagree with that statement more strongly. But let's leave that to the side. That's not the point here. The point is that the increasing competition has made it entirely likely that a change to Medicare Advantage is in order. So there are two components here. The first part is the fact that prescription drugs that I just described are part of many, if not most, Medicare Advantage plans. So the way that the different Medicare Advantage plans is also being affected by the prescription drug costs. The second part here is a larger number of plans in 2018 have introduced the idea of zero health deductible. It's just a characteristic, it's just one small example, but you can understand how valuable this is going to be for certain beneficiaries. For example, even if your total costs are the same as 2017, those plans that have zero deductible as far as health goes when you go to the doctor when you go to the hospital those plans that have zero deductible allow persons on a fixed income to manage their month to month expenses much more efficiently because the cash flows are kind of even as a result of the fact that there's no upfront deductible meaning that there's no big bill in january and february The third aspect here, which is, of course, no surprise, I've devoted an entire chapter in Maximize Your Medicare, every version to it, discusses employer-provided plans. You'd have to be living under a rock to not understand a simple matter, which is that retiree health plans across the nation, those are weakening it's not really relevant who's to blame. We can't pinpoint it. You can call it mergers and acquisitions. You can call it urban flight. You can call it changing demographics. Doesn't matter. The reality is is the beneficiary has little control over this. You don't control this as the applicant. What I wrote in Maximizer Medicare still is true, which is, This is not using a crystal ball to decide which way, which direction retiree health benefit plans are going. It is absolutely 100% predictable. This year, there are some very high profile changes to very large plans around the nation. This is that period of the year where you can compare and you can reasonably Make a change to your fundamental Medicare configuration by canceling your employer-provided plan. It's very complicated. You'll have to be very careful about it, but it can be done, and this would be that time. This and more in more detail sit on the Maximize Your Medicare newsletter and certainly in the book. The Medicare annual election period ends on December 7th, that is two weeks from today. The individual Health insurance open enrollment period ends on December 15th. These details and much more are available on the free Maximize Your Medicare newsletter. You can subscribe at the official website for the book, www.maximizeyourmedicare.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. And in the richest of Thanksgiving traditions, go Lions!